your hosts Jeannie Walters and Adam Toporek are two of the most recognized and respected names in customer experience, and they've dedicated themselves to helping you improve your customer experiences. And now, it's time for Adam and Jeannie. So, Jeannie, we are a few weeks into 2020, which... Um you know, cue the sad, cryy music now, only because <laughs> it's just, you know, when you get to be our age, and not that our age is the same, but just saying. Seriously, back off, I know, brother. I know, I'm just saying, <laughs> each new decade's like, really? 2020s? <laughs> I know, I know, but, you know, I also think it's exciting. 2020 is such a cool year to be in. Don't you be taking my grief and doing a positive spin and <laughs> acting like you're the sunshine one. I I know this game. Yes, I'm very excited <laughs> about 2020, but it's also like, oh gosh, really? Uh, so <laughs> here's the thing. Every new year, not even every new decade, but every new year is filled with sort of hectic transition time, right? I mean, those first mm-hmm. few weeks, you're trying to get your sea legs, trying to get fo- started on your strategic priorities, get your team focused. And depending on what you've been focused on, one of the things I know we've both seen is that the customer-centric focus can tend to get a little lost. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we thought we would chat about today is just some ways here to reset, sit down, take a deep breath and go, okay, what do we need to do to get our team customer-centric, focused on the customer as they are executing whatever strategic priorities we've given them, hopefully many of which are centered around the customer to begin with. And uh, we thought we'd just give you all a few tips on how um, some things you can think about at this wonderful, brave new decade (laughs) we are embarking (laughs) on begins. Well, here's another thing I love about 2020. It doesn't feel like you have clarity. Because the numbers are the same? What do you mean? <laughs> because 2020 vision, right? Oh my like, gosh. That was, come there on. was a big gulf there between Stay the punchline. <laughs> Stay with me, Adam. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah. Like, I think it's an opportunity to think about it as, you know what? This is, this is a chance to really look out into the future oh. and figure out who do we want to be. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. And you can ob- <laughs> honestly make one of your strategic priorities. How many puns can you fit into a one podcast <laughs> episode? It's obviously that we've had some person do that. She will remain nameless. <laughs> I'm, I'm ahead. You're ahead. That's all I care you, about. You are a trend <laughs> setter, Jeannie, a hundred percent. All right. So here's the thing. So, Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's really important to recognize exactly what you just said, that we're all kind of in this together because everybody feels that that like energy around vision and goals and everything at the beginning of the year. And sometimes we think we're the only ones who are really focused that way, but everybody is. But the challenge is that everybody has individual goals. Everybody has, you know, team goals. And then hopefully you have these bigger organizational goals, but we have to kind of rally everybody around this idea of we're why are we doing this? We're doing this for the customer. What does that mean? What do our products and services actually deliver for the customer? How do they live their life better? How do how do what we do every day, how does that connect to what our customers can achieve with their goals? And that's something that I think we often kind of breeze over. Uh, but it's really exciting when you actually think about it. And it actually helps everybody kind of get energized around those bigger goals for your company. If you know you're serving 
kind of the world at large in this bigger way too. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think that would be you know, the really the first tip right now is just remind your team that being customer centric simply means asking that question about everything they do. How does this mm-hmm. affect the customer? That's it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's complicated after that, but the first step is not any more complicated than that, right? It's how does this affect our customers and what does that mean? Does that change how we're doing it, why we're doing it, how we may execute um, the details of it, whatever that may be. But just inculcating that idea of always asking, how does this impact our customer when planning and acting? Mm-hmm. Well, and I think knowing what that vision is, right? Like who do we want to be and how, what promises do we want to live up to? Those are all really important questions to ask. And you can do this at that organizational level, but I've also seen this work at team levels, at individual levels. Um, I, you know, I feel like sometimes we believe that we're, some of our individual goals are written in a way where it's like pushing a boulder uphill. (laughs) You know, it's like, in spite of what's going on, we're going to try to achieve all these things. Maybe look for those opportunities to create those cross-functional teams, to reach across silos, to make sure that you're connecting with the people in your organization who can actually implement these changes, who have uh, investment in these changes that you want to make and that around your specific goals. Look for those ways. Maybe that's a goal is to be more cross-functional because if we did that, if we could break down silos, everybody wins, not only in the organization, but also our customers too. I feel like we should insert an applause track now. Ooh, I, I like know, that. Just like, Let's, we should do this in front we of the should live do cross, audience. We should be more cross-functional. but it's but it's so true i mean it's like i mean it's such a lofty goal right i mean breaking down silos we've been talking Mm -hmm. about it for years everybody who does what we do Mm -hmm. talks about it because it is so hard and so entrenched and an ongoing and never-ending process but it is still Mm -hmm. one of the best things you can do in pretty much any customer experience just speaking you know generically is breaking Mm -hmm. down silos being cross-functional in um you know, more granular roles and smaller roles. And I'll I'll jump to the next topic. I think also getting our teams to realize the importance today of reducing hassle, reducing friction. I mean, that's, you know, this is something we always talk about. I've got a keynote literally on hassle-free experience. I mean, this is how much I value this topic. And I think that it's something that we tend to forget about and people, particularly on the front lines, teams on the front lines tend to forget about, right? They just, this is the way Mm -hmm. we do this, as opposed to freshly asking, you know, on a regular basis, is this a hassle for our customers? Could we Mm -hmm. reduce the friction at this touch point? Could we do something to make this easier for our customers and to not just accepting one, the status quo, but two, that you asked that question six months ago and answered it, and now you don't have to ask it again because right. the customer journey right. changes, the customers change, technology changes. You have to always mm-hmm. be asking it. Yeah. Well, and I think making that a, a value um, is really important too, because if everybody's on that page, like our goal is to make this as effortless as we can for the customer, to reduce the effort, to reduce the hassle then everybody is looking at it with that lens so that they're not thinking, oh, this this 
process stinks for customers, but what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, which I hear a lot, by the way. So uh, I think making that a goal of reducing effort and then dedicating yourself to that's one of our values. That's a promise we're making to our customers that can go a long, long way. Jeannie, what are you going to do? It's the way it is. I mean, it's the way we do things. As pe- yeah, I mean, it's always been done that way. Yeah. So shrug. <laughs> shrug. I, if you could see us, <laughs> if we had done this on video, you would see us both probably <laughs> shrugging. Shrug. <laughs> we talked about it. <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, reducing hassle is incredibly important, and the components of hassle. So another thing, one of the ways you can reduce hassle, but is also important for creating positive moments, is making sure that you train your teams to look for moments and that you empower them to act on those moments when they mm-hmm. see them. And uh, you, it's a one, yeah. two punch, right? You got to have both. You've got to give them the awareness and the customer centric focus to want to look for where they can make an impact, whether that's preventing something negative or creating something extra positive, those peak emotional moments that we always talk about. Uh, and then you've got to empower them to do it. Right. Right. And I think part of that is also seeing where those negative moments are and feeling that they are not only empowered, but expected to highlight those, to say, this is not working for our customers and I want to change it. We should change it. And not having a culture where if they say that they get, you know, well, that's not your role or you shouldn't be worried about that or that's above your pay grade or any of those stupid sayings that we say to each other um, that, you know, we're, we're giving them permission to find what's wrong so that we can fix it. 100%. And I think that's, uh, you know, that's sort of the last capstone for all of this because we talked about, you know, being more customer centric, asking that question about the customer and then being hassle-free and then being empowered and looking for moments. But what, other thing you have, we have to do as leaders is we have to create the environment and inculcate that in our teams that they can report all of these things up to us and that something will be done mm-hmm. about it, right? So sh- not just think about it, share it, share it up the chain of command, so to speak. I don't know if that's a passe term nowadays, but you know, share it up the pipeline, up the funnel, whatever you want to say. And mm-hmm. you as leaders, we have to act on it, right? I mean, that's the key. Yep. 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 So basically, I think what we're saying is none of this is new, right? We're not talking about new ideas, new goals, but what a great time to really look at how can you live these better? How can you make sure that your team is focused on these things? How can you make sure that you haven't uh, forgotten one of these things? Because that happens, right? We get in our day-to-day work and we're like, oh, well, somebody else will worry about the effort that a customer has to have in order to do anything with us. And if we can really refocus at this time of year, we can then set some goals for the year that tie these ideas, these goals back to actions and behaviors that we want our people to exhibit. And so that's where things really happen. And that's where at the end of 2020, wouldn't it be great if you thought, wow, I totally achieved all of these things. And we did it because of you know the vision that we had in the beginning of the year. There it is again. <laughs> you did. You got the vision back in there. Good job, Jenny. Very proud of you. Yes. Yes. You're achieving your 2020 goals. <laughs> I can see that clearly now. Oh, yeah. nice. I couldn't nice. let you have them all. <laughs> 
All right. So, Jeannie, I think that we've solved everything in customer experience for 2020. We really don't need any more episodes. Thank you all. It's been great, Ryan. We, we love it. <laughs> We're yeah, dropping the mic. mic drop. No, but seriously, <laughs> this is just an opportunity to refocus, reconnect, and just take a deep breath. Say, okay, last couple, couple of weeks are behind us. Let's, uh, let's sort of resettle and reorientate. So I think uh, mm-hmm. it's just a reminder, like Jeannie said, nothing new here, but just uh, all we're doing is helping you take refocus so that you can help your team refocus. There we go. There all you right, go. Jeannie, take us away. Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for not only listening to Crack the Customer Code, but for caring about your customers enough to listen to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at csuiteradio.com and csuitetv.com. I'm Jeannie Walters. You can learn more about me, my speaking, my training, my workshops, all sorts of things at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam Tapork, and guess what? We are crushing it with content right now. You may have noticed, but if you haven't, check out all of our different channels, customersatstick.com, YouTube, Insta. You see that, young people? I said Insta, not Instagram. I'm trying to get hip here. Yeah, and we are all over the social, so please uh, check out our new content. And until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.